And today we have with us a special guest who has traveled all the way from India just to see you guys. I didn't know you guys were that special. But no, Pastor Sam has actually been here for a while. He's been traveling in some of the southern states, I believe Alabama and Georgia, and is in Philly now for about a week. And uh, we are delighted to have him with us. For those of you who have not met Sam, we met him a few years ago uh, through Pastor Phil at uh, Cornerstone Christian Church. And Sam has just been an incredible blessing to us. Uh, what he is doing in India, what his team is doing in India, I imagine he'll share that a little bit with us today. But we are super, super excited just to hear whatever the Lord has put on his heart for us. So Sam, would you come forward, please, to share the word? Thank you, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you say a little louder? Hallelujah. Yeah. So when we shout uh, uh, with a louder voice, you know, sometimes people will be uh, healed, you know, from the sicknesses. That's what happened in India. Amen. So while we are shouting, we should have some faith. When the apostles, you know, when going on their way to temple or some other places, villages, the people were healed by their shadow. Amen. So we are, we, are, we are reading a lot of things like that in the Bible, uh, but we are not experiencing, you know, the, the miracles and greater things which, which were happening in the Bible. So this morning, this is Pastor Sam Purushottam. I bring greetings on behalf of the First Pentecostal Churches to everybody and also the Bible School. We, we, we are pastor, uh, I mean, we are serving the Lord with 138 churches in different parts of uh, our states and we got a bible school uh, i know some people may know about our bible school it's very simple you know we disciple uh, every year like 20 to 25 students every year in the bible school it is like 20 months training and uh, after that we will ask them to fast and pray for 21 days fasting prayer just taking simple water and 40 days sometimes you know students will kneel down and pray and they go to the mountains they go to the forests and they will pray and seek God so when God talks to them with a prophecy or sometimes they, they can hear the voice of the Lord and um, sometimes God speaks through us with them so we just make sure that they are married if they are not married we'll make you know, a girl or boy to the students and we do solemnize the wedding and in the pastor's meeting we pray for them and we anoint them, ordain them as an evangelist and we'll send them to the unreached villages of India. Amen. So like that we are planting at least six to seven churches every year. Our vision is plant a church every month in unreached villages of India. I mean every year we want to plant 12 churches in the unreached villages and regions of India. Amen. So I would like to share some pictures this morning. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm very happy and honored to be here. I'm one of the missionary supported by Living Word Community Church. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Bible school you can see. I think, can I take it in my hand? Yeah. 
So this is the Bible school. Uh, this is our building and uh, uh, the whole here will be here with 20 people, 25 people sometimes. And um, like 20 months, the students will be here and they stay there and um, they get training uh, for 20 months. So you can see the little tent. It's a pastor's meeting. All of our pastors, maybe 110 pastors are there in that meeting. And the next picture, yeah, some of the pastors and their wives, you can see in the picture. So this is how we do the pastor's conference. And you can see everybody will wear white dresses, right? Everybody will have white dresses, most of them. And the next picture. So this is the annual tent revival. This is how we uh, will have our annual meetings, tent revivals and uh, uh, crusades in different parts of our uh, districts and villages. And uh, this is the hut for Sunday service which was totally damaged by the cyclone recently we had. So we prayed and um, God talked to us and uh, we could able to build the next building. In the next picture you can see the building. So this is how we built this church. This church is the first church in the history of this village. This village is, uh, this village name is uh, um, Kalvarala. So they never had a church. Many pastors been there to plant a church to spread the gospel but there is there is a lot of opposition from the villagers they're not open to gospel many pastors went and tried a lot but never happened so one of our student is pastoring in the next village so i asked him we i don't know what you will do but you should do something for this village i don't know if if, if, they, if they want to beat you it's okay if they want to attack you, it's okay, but you need to do, we need to do something in this village. Because a lot of uh, witch doctors and, you know, witchcraft is going on there. And people have blind faith. And they're very good people, but they are controlled by the witch doctors and Hindu priests. So I asked him and he prayed like 21 days and uh, uh, he got courage and God strengthened him and he went there. And he started preaching the gospel as we do every day. Nobody was there for several weeks, but he's, he's going every, I mean, week and spreading the gospel, trying to preach the gospel. And he went to door to door. You know, many people, I mean, they bet him, they, they attacked him, but he never gave up. He started continuously going to the villages. So finally, we could able to win one family for the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So like that, we started this church in 2016. So now they got 70 people in this building. Hallelujah. So there is nothing impossible to the God, you know, which we are serving. Amen. We got the keys of heaven in our hands. If you believe that, we can do anything, you know, because God is in control. Hallelujah. So this village, many people, you can see some of the women sitting in the church, the same church building. And the next picture. You can see some people sitting outside the uh, village. So you please pray for this village. And we, we used the support we received uh, by Living Word in building this church. I really, you know, appreciate and thank you so much. This is another church. You know, it's a youth meeting. Um, uh, one of our church in different district. And the next picture. Yeah, we arranged a marriage. I'm speaking of arranged marriage, right? You can see a girl and a boy there. So... He's, he's our Bible school student. So 
we arranged this girl from our, one of our churches and we solemnized their wedding in the same place where he is pastoring. So he got a good wife and they are doing really good. You can see the villages. It's totally, I mean, totally village. You can see the lifestyle of the people there. And we solemnized this wedding last uh, September. And he's doing very good and recently baptized 18 people for the glory of God on the New Year Eve. Hallelujah. Yeah, this is the baptism services we do. Every week there will be two or three or four or five, sometimes 10, sometimes 20. You know, it depends upon, you know, uh, the, the churches and the pastors. And next picture. Uh, actually, it's a video, but I, I, I don't see they can play it or not. So this is another tent revival. This uh, uh, a, a, a church called a place called Tekmal. Uh, I want to explain a little bit about this church. Next picture. Yeah, that's it. So, this church was started in 2010, and this pastor was one of the students in the Bible school. He is a Hindu guy, and he attracted to the gospel, and he got saved. Because a pastor whom we sent to that village, he has nothing to eat, but he offered something to this man when he visited the pastor. He just cooked a little Indian dish and he served him. And he asked him, Pastor, how you will live, how you will get money and how your life is going to be every day. So he said, nothing, you know, we just got this little... Uh, rice and we cooked for you and the first for the next morning God will provide us that's what he shared with him and that simple testimony has attracted him to Jesus hallelujah it looks very simple but this man is a shepherd no knowledge no education nothing he's a shepherd you can imagine he is a farmer and shepherd he has no connection to the modern world but with with this simple Thing did by our pastor changed his life and he started researching about Jesus how can somebody love Jesus and how can they give what they have and and they got nothing to eat for the next they, they have they don't have next meal but how can they give you know their only meal for us so like that he started thinking and he slowly started coming to church and he was there like three years, he was attending church, he used to come and sit in a particular place every time, every day. He used to be there all the time. And uh, finally, uh, my father went to that place and he said, uh, if anybody wants to serve Lord for the ministry, you can come to the Bible school. So this guy came to the Bible school. He and his wife came to Bible school. They are there for two years. And he had a tough job. He's, he's just you know, helping my father. He used to take care of my father and his things. So my father punched him many times on his back. My father is a tough guy. And uh, he, you know, Indians, he can do, they can do anything, right? The, they are, these are the disciples I'm talking about. My father used to bend him like this. And used to hit him very powerfully, like a big punch like that. And one night he decided to leave the place. And he, start, he, he packed everything and he wants to leave the place. And then one of our teacher, who is, who is the Bible school teacher, so he saw him and he has taken a, you know, 
how we need to be here how we can serve the lord how we should humble ourselves he has taken a bible class for his wife and he in the middle of the night and morning he totally changed since then he's doing good now he planted seven branch churches uh, in different parts of his uh, district and he got main branch where he baptized 1500 people for the glory of god hallelujah this happened only in 18 years of time he baptized 1500 people and he planted seven different churches now he planted a church in the great city called hyderabad people are coming they can see we can see lot of healings lot of deliverances he had nothing he's totally like peter apostle peter no education nothing but he believed god and god started using him until today we can we, we can hear a lot of testimonies happening through this church recently he prayed for a couple in hyderabad city she is a teaching nurse and is is her husband is a government employee and she got one daughter and son the son is totally addicted to the alcohol and the daughter is waiting for a job they are totally in the middle of you know negative situations this woman is crying a lot for god's hand lord somehow touch my husband and son because they are not doing good they are into drugs and they are into you know alcohol and they are troubling me and my daughter a lot i don't know what to do she is a nominal christian so his brother the sister who is i'm talking about his brother came to this particular village you know where our pastor is pastoring so because of his wife he came to that village and started going to this church and his the sister's brother is also a drug addict and slowly he got changed you know uh, attending the services in this particular church so his sister can uh, can experience you know the change in his brother so she asked him what happened to you i can see lot of changes in your life what happened then he said so i am going to a church and you know they can really preach well we can feel you know the love of christ there if i go there i will get peace in my heart i will feel lot of comfort in that place so that made me change i left my you know alcohol and i'm doing good and uh, i'm very blessed you should visit that place that what uh, this guy told to her sister so his sister asked this pastor to come and have a cottage prayer meeting so this pastor went to hyderabad city they have good house they were settled they got lot of money but the son is drug addicted and husband is not doing well they don't love even they don't go to church then uh, they got a cottage prayer meeting and a week passed by nothing changed they got another cottage prayer meeting next next month and god spoke to his husband to her husband he really got changed he left his alcohol and everything aside and started asking let us go to church to that village let us have fellowship they are not here in hyderabad they started going to uh, church in that village and god really did great things and she applied for a uh, some kind of teaching faculty in new york city way long back maybe 2012 13 but she never got a call from the university 
she wants to come to us but when the, they had this prayer god opened the doors it was impending for 12 years but when they started having cottage prayer in their own house god opened the ways for to, to that sister and she got a call from new york city so we are sending papers you can come and report and be our nursing teacher in our university hallelujah so that's what god did in their family and that 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 woman the uh, the sister you know they settled everything back in india and slowly she got two months of time within two months god given deliverance to her son from the drugs and he became a good gentleman and after that her daughter got a job in switzerland and she came to new york city with her husband and they lived there for one year they they worked there and they got, i don't know god blessed them a lot there they came back to india then they started praying lord i want to do something for this church tell me what i need to do what i can do for this church so god, then god spoke to him spoke to her and she decided to buy a new brand new car to this church hallelujah hallelujah it almost like $30000 in india so she came to india and she buy the car and gifted to this church hallelujah so god can do anything you know one little shepherd who has no education planted seven churches and baptized 1500 people for the glory of god hallelujah if he can do one man can baptize 1500 people everybody can do that everybody can do greater things to god hallelujah i want to read a scripture from the book of genesis from the book of genesis chapter 6 i want to read 7th 8th verse and the lord said i will destroy man whom i have created from the face of the earth both men man and beast and the creeping things and the falls of the air for it repenteth me that I have made them but noah found grace in the eyes of the lord hallelujah in the beginning of this chapter we can read that and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them we can see men are growing and multiplying and having more children they're doing a great progress but god saw the wickedness in the mankind in the humans but the noah found grace in the eyes of the lord hallelujah Hallelujah. Dear church this morning, Noah has found grace in the sight of the Lord. How many of you know Jesus personally? How many of we know Jesus personally? Everybody knows Jesus because he's so famous in the world. Right? He's a god of Christians. He's a god of in India people think Jesus is the god of Englishmen. <laughs> people think Jesus is god of americans one of the top director in india recently stated like this if a top he is an atheist but uh, uh, a news anchor asked him so if you want to accept some religion if you want to accept a god whom do you accept he said jesus because jesus is so famous the countries who uh, where the people are worshiping jesus are very rich people that is the reason i want to accept jesus as my god that's what he said 
we all know Jesus, right? Because Jesus is so loved, so kind. We know, just now we, we, we participated in the Holy Communion. We all know Jesus very well. And Noah also knows Jesus very well. But does Jesus know us? This is the question today. Did Jesus really know us? What testimony we got with the Jesus? If, if you want to say anything about us, what is going to say? What, we are, what, what is going to say? Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. What, what kind of grace is found? God has given him a great business, right? To build the ark, which is not so easy in those days. He himself, and nobody was there to help me. When he started preaching to the humans, to the mankind, they started laughing. But he got faith in the Lord, and he did whatever God said to him. He completed the ark, and he obeyed the word of the Lord. And he obeyed to the voice of the Lord, and completed his business. Sometimes if God asks something to do, if he asks us something to do, we think we can't do it on our own. But Noah did on his own. Nobody was there to help. You, you, can you imagine if somebody wants to build this church and it takes a lot of efforts to put. A lot of money. A lot of courage to build. Nobody was there with Noah. Just his family. But he went. He got all the, you know, the wood and he prepared. He finished the ark. This morning and also we can see a good man in same uh, book. Genesis chapter 5. We can see a man called Enoch. Yeah, Genesis chapter 5. We can see a wise man, a righteous man. His name is, what is his name? His name is Enoch. He lived 65 years and he bared the sons and daughters. And God took him without death. Enoch, I, I will imagine like this, every day, every morning, every night, every evening, Enoch used to go, he, he, used to, he will complete all his works and help his wife and kids and he will go and spend time with the Lord personally. That is how God started speaking to him, that, that's how I imagine. He go every day and spend time because he is hearing the voice of the Lord. Because God walked with Enoch, right? God walked with Enoch. Enoch heard the voice of the Lord. Noah heard the voice of the Lord. And Jacob heard the voice of the Lord. This morning, dear church, we need to hear the voice of the Lord. We need to be righteous in the sight of the Lord. We are worshipping Lord. We are, we are doing a lot of things in the name of the Lord. But our works and deeds are, are, are pleasing God? That is the question today. I came all the way from India. Not, it's not a holiday because I'm traveling the world for the sake of the Christ. I want to encourage somebody. I want to share what God is doing in India and God can do here in America. Amen. Hallelujah. I love this nation just like anything. Because this is my dream land. After Jerusalem, I love the most is America. I love this nation. So, I will pray for this, for this nation just like anything. Because I had an image of, for this nation. I, I had an opinion for this nation. But when I came to this nation, things are 
totally different. I'm speaking with a lot of young men and women. They're telling that they are agnostics. They're atheists. It doesn't make any sense. They don't know what they're going through. And I asked them, did you hear about Jesus? Yes, we know Jesus. When we are kids, we, need, we used to go to church. And I'm, I'm flying from London to New York City. So the couple is sitting next to me. I, I wanted to share, you know, gospel to them. I started sharing to them. And I asked the girl, do you know Jesus? She said, yes, same story. Same testimony. Yeah, I know Jesus. When I, when I am a kid, I used to go to church. Then why you left Jesus? Simply, we, we, do, we, we, do nothing, we don't have to do anything with Jesus because we are, we are good. That's what she said. Then I opened my Bible and made her to read John chapter first, first, John first chapter, 10 verses. And I started preaching her. So Jesus is our destination. Because we are so precious to the Lord. Because he created everything by his word. But coming to mankind, humans, he created with his own hands. He has a lot of things to do with us. You know, every morning we'll wake up and we'll go off. But we don't realize that Jesus is sitting next to us in our rooms. He's sitting to us because he wants to talk with us. And he is expecting you have to talk with him. But we don't do that because we have a lot of business. We are very busy people. Many times we get up in the morning and we don't even say thank you to Lord. We just walk away. But Jesus is still there. Do you know that? Do you know that? There is a man in our fellowship. Lord asked him to go and visit a person in the middle of the night. But he is afraid of that man because he is a very respectful man in the society. He is a very rich man. And Lord again and again telling him, go and speak to him right now. But he's not able to do because he's very afraid. Lord again said, go and speak to that guy. Right now, just go away and speak to him. And finally he decided to go. He went there and he started knocking the door. Nobody was opening. He decided to go back, but Lord said, no, you have to talk with him. He started again knocking the door. Nobody's coming out. Because he is a very settled man, a big man, very respected man in the village. But God again telling, Lord, he's not opening the door. Knock again. He again knocked the door. The man came, opened the door and came out. And what do you want? What are you doing here? He said, nothing. I want to speak to you. Why? Why do you want to speak with me this night? You can come tomorrow morning. But he said, no, tomorrow you're not going to be here. Because he wants to suicide himself. He want to, he's ready to hang himself to the fan. He wants to finish his life. And he started telling, you know, Lord told me to visit you this night. You know, I, I'm sleeping. But Lord, wake me up and ask me to go and see you. So this, this pastor went to that man and started speaking. He had everything. He had a lot of money. He had... Lot of, you know, he's a very good man and he's a very, people think he's a good man. He got a lot of money. He's doing so good, but he's not doing so good. Inside, he had, the war is going inside his heart. We don't know what, what kind of situations he's going through, but he, he decided to end his life. And this pastor went and started, and started sharing, you know, the gospel of Jesus. And God asked him to Tell him, it's okay. It's okay. If you have some issues, it's okay. I can sort it out. If you have some uh, 
uh, obstacles, it's okay. I'm going to help you. That's what God told him to inform him. So pastors started sharing the love of God. It's okay, brother, because Jesus loves you. Jesus knows you. In the world, nobody knows about you, but Jesus knows you. That is the reason I'm here. So that's what he said. And that man, on his, he bended on his knees and started crying and telling everything what's going on with him. He's not doing well. So finally, the pastor decided to pray and invited him for the church. And he started coming to the church. He and his family got baptized. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, God is in charge, right? He's doing something somewhere in this world. Hallelujah. 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 This morning, he has given, if you, if you see in the book of, in the gospel of Matthew, we can see that he gave us the keys of heaven. We are highly favored people on this planet. We need to realize it. We are highly favored people. Because we have life after the death. We know our destination, where we're going to be end. We know our future, how it's going to be. In this world, I'm telling you, my friends, many people are living without hope, without, you know, peace in their hearts. In recent times, a couple, both wife and husband, hanged themselves in the same day. They got a little kid, nine months old, but they decided to end their lives. They're living under one roof, but they don't have any connection between them. Husband is sleeping in his bedroom and wife is sleeping in his bedroom, in her bedroom. There is no peace within them. They got good uh, software. They are good software engineers. They're making good money. God blessed them with a child, but they don't have peace. And they decided to end their lives because they don't have... They, there was no reason to know to take the decision, but they don't have peace. They don't have joy in their life. So they decided to end their lives. There are a lot of people on this planet, you know. They're they, they seeking. They're searching for the peace. They're searching for the joy. They're searching, you know, for the happiness. They're searching for comfortness, but they're not finding it. Because the church, I think the church in India is sleeping. The church in India is sleeping. The church in America I don't know. I, I, I don't want to make any comment. But the reality is we had gone through a lot. We have seen COVID-19. But we made it through the COVID-19, right? We are still alive today. It means that God wants to say you, God has something to do with you. He's not finished yet. Hallelujah. Hello. We are alive because he has not finished yet. We may think we are, we are safe, but no, because he had a great plan for us. Not for ourselves, but for his kingdom. In India, I will encourage all our believers, we should win at least minimum one soul a year. That is, our, that is my slogan. For every Christmas, you should get a soul. Not simply bringing a person. You should pray for him. You should, ha you should have fellowship for him. And you should visit him continuously and make sure that he, he understands the beauty of gospel. The hope we have in gospel. So like that, the churches are increasing in numbers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
while we are singing while we are worshiping we can see miracles happening in the place hallelujah when we will start you know worshiping the lord the power should go around the city and god should attract lot of people that is that is what the revival i am expecting for the revival throughout the world we are praying hours together we are spending time you know in the prayer lord send a revival and make your church like praying churches this nation needs praying mothers hallelujah this nation needs praying fathers hallelujah this nation needs praying sisters hallelujah this nation need praying brothers hallelujah we need to pray jesus all his lifetime he prayed 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 and he won the victory hallelujah and he got the keys of heaven with him and the same keys he has given us are we fulfilling his his will this morning how many of you are sharing gospel to your friends how many of you sharing i will share gospel every day i will find someone if i cannot find someone i'll go to another place and find someone somehow i want to share the gospel somehow i want to plant a seed in their hearts this world needs church very badly this world needs to hear the gospel of jesus because we if we can see in hebrews jesus christ is our author of our faith and he is the finisher right hallelujah amen amen what we are doing you know we we may think we are good christians we are praying we are worshiping we are giving god don't care if you give god don't care if you worship him we need to fight if you see in the book of jude i request all you to turn your bibles to book of jude and in the third verse if if you read the third verse beloved when i gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend what is that can you all say contend contend we need to fight for the faith which was once delivered unto all saints hallelujah hallelujah there is no change in his faith the faith is same yesterday today and tomorrow like jesus hallelujah we need to fight you know for the uh, for the faith which was once delivered unto all the saints we need to fight but we are trying but bible says we need to fight for the faith bible says we need to fight you know simply trying is not okay we need to fight for that faith and we need to fight you know for this uh, for this world we need to fight for the perishing souls as the elder praying for the india there was a train crash 300 people dead and i believe that there are no christians in the train everybody died without jesus many people are dying without jesus so church needs to understand this world needs sometimes we take it very easily right being a christians going to church and fulfilling our our part is not okay we need to do more for the kingdom of god hallelujah we need to move when i'm speaking um, to pastor dayfree he used to tell me he will he always tells me that they are spreading gospel they are doing outreaches i really felt very happy for that i'm praying for that gospel outreach i don't know now, are you doing it now or not but i'm praying for that gospel outreach lord when they preach the gospel you attract some souls father 
and you give them the understanding when they hear the gospel father so that's what i'm praying for this church and i believe that god is going to increase the boundaries of this church as a man of god uh, I, I, i have enough courage to say god is going to do some greater things with this church hallelujah god is going to raise a next generation hallelujah god is going to bring a great uh, a great group of people to this church so the great people who got faith you know we, we can fill the churches with people but that is not important we have people filled with the uh, spirit of jesus hallelujah hallelujah and if you believe that i i i want to encourage you to pray and pray and pray prayer is a key prayer is a vehicle to receive to 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 go to god if you can pray if two men can pray and accept it god can do wonders on this world that's what we are seeing in the nation of india how many of you know renard bonke have you heard about renard bonke so he was in india with us in 1996 600000 people attended the meeting the crusade gospel crusade and the hindus rented the witch doctors they paid hundreds of i mean maybe 2 300000 dollars for them to do something to this man and my father stood on the dais and he started preaching and little introduction he called reynard bonke onto the dais to preach for 600000 people there and in the middle of the crowd these witch doctors are sitting and when this man of god stand and shouted a big hallelujah like this they fell on the ground hallelujah the witch doctors are on the ground they're rolling they're vomiting they, they can't they can't handle themselves you know they're just they're rolling here and there and there is lot of disturbance and our convener noticed that something happened there so we sent uh, 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 we sent our students some of our pastors what's happening there they went and they started speaking with them they cannot speak because they are shivering just like anything they are just shivering even he did not started preaching with one hallelujah they are on the ground hallelujah hallelujah we are singing raise hallelujah what a beautiful song it is right if we sing with wholeheartedly you know god can do wonders hallelujah when peter started preaching when paul started singing with sila in the prison god did some amazing things the same god we are serving this morning hallelujah he can do the same things even today hallelujah so the, the witch doctors controlled after some time so bonke asked them to bring them on the stage and they came on the stage and they said we are here we paid lot of money to do something negative to, uh, against this guy some hindu people you know rented us we came all the way from himalayas and when this man stood and he when he shouted hallelujah we can see the fire coming from the heaven hallelujah hallelujah it happened in 1996 and he started and they started witnessing the lord you serve is a living god the lord you serve is a powerful god the lord you are worshiping tonight is a true god who created all the mankind hallelujah that was they witnessed the hindu priest and talking that's why we should be always you know we should believe that god is doing something we, we should have that faith we should we should have that faith or we or our 
life is pleasing god that is the main question i want to ask everybody are are, are we able to please god this morning we do all night prayers you know from 6 o'clock evening to morning 6 o'clock i have a desire you know some of some churches need to start here prayer prayer for somebody should show up at the church and spend in prayer somebody they can make arrangements you know from morning 10 to 11 o'clock a brother can come and pray spend time in the church and 11 to 12 somebody we need to do such kind of prayers because this world needs a revival so if we ask god definitely send is revival hallelujah hallelujah god want to do something great but he can't find the people who can handle it god wants to do some greater things for his kingdom but he's searching people he's searching people but he could not find any more god is asking you can you do it for me will you do something for my kingdom will you do something for my kingdom for my glory i want to share a little story there is a bible school there is a bible college in london and professor or is their bible teacher so they went to they are going to an excursion to visit some historical christian places in the city of london and they are like 20 students in the group they took a bus of the bible college and they started visiting all the places and they're visiting so many places which has lot to do with the christian you know uh, revival so finally they reached john wesley's place and all the students were very eager because they know about john wesley so they went to his house and they visited his house in the ground floor they they have seen his living room and kitchen and dining area and they have seen a lot of things there belongs to john wesley and after that they went to first floor and there they can see the library where john wesley used to read and they have seen a bedroom with a bed and a little table beside the bed and lot of books written by him and lot of notes written by him they are seeing everywhere all the students are very excited because he is a man who got a great history and they are they they, they are trying to learn many things they are trying to they are trying to write many things which we are which they are witnessing so everybody doing this and that and uh, finally they approach the bed the cot and uh, next to the cot uh, they can observe uh, two patches on the carpet do you know patches yeah two they, they observe two patches they have seen the two patches everybody saw that and they asked uh, professor or what, what what are those patches he said every single day not a minute not an hour but hours together john wesley john wesley used to place his knees there and used to pray for hours together for the revival and everybody really amazed you know by hearing that testimony 
and everybody went around and everybody left the room and they, they went to get on the bus and professor or is taking an attendance is counting the number he got 19 students on the bus but one student is missing and he again came back he looked in the kitchen living room and dining room he could not find anybody and he went again to the first floor and he start, uh, and uh, he saw and nothing was there but he heard a voice he heard a voice a guy he can see only his shoulders and raising his hands to heaven and he placed his knees on the patches and he heard the voice lord will you do it again lord will you do it again lord will you do it again with me father that's what he is hearing the the words and he came and look look into that room and he can see the guy he placed his knees right there in those patches and crying just like a, crying like a baby lord will you do it again lord will you do it again with me father use me father send us a revival he started praying and professor or came to him and touched his shoulder come on brother it's time to go standing up from his knees billigram joined the bus hallelujah and you know what happened lord did it again with him amen how many of you believe lord used him to spread the gospel throughout the world lord he is the lord if somebody is available he can use anybody he can use a shepherd man to baptize 1500 people he can use a simple guy who is in the bible school in the bible college he used him for the nations not only united states everybody knows about him he did with john wesley and he did with billy graham he did with Reynard Bonke. A lot of times Christians are becoming talkers, not the doers. They're talking a lot about the revival, but they're not experiencing their in their personal lives. Because we are not praying enough, dear church. Jesus himself used to being a son of God, being, being the son of God. He, had, he got every authority in the heaven, but he's spending time with his father. It means that if you want to do anything great for his kingdom, we need to spend. Prayer is a, prayer is a simple thing. We, we will pray for certain things. All our lifetime, Lord bless us. Lord give, that, Lord, give us a great future, Father. Give me a good job. Give me a good wife. Give me a good husband. Lord, give me a lot of money. Protect me while I'm going and coming. This is how we pray. Since we are kids, we are praying. We are, we, now I am 40 years old. I am praying for the same thing. Lord, give me money. Lord, give, use me, Father. That's what I am praying. Lord, give me that and this. But not, God is not expecting that. If you seek his kingdom, he will provide everything. But the only thing, you know, we need to, we, we need to start. You know, we need to change the pattern of our prayers. We need to ask him, God, what do you want me to do? Tell me, Father, what do you want me to do? That should be our prayer this Sunday. I want to remember you. And I request everybody, every parent, 
to teach your kids about Jesus, about Bible. God is going to do, God is going to send a great revival for this nation. I have that belief, I have that faith, amen. God is definitely, I don't know when, how, but God is going to do a greater things in this nation. Because many churches are praying for this nation. I believe God is going, we don't know, within, within second God is going to change it. And he's, we are going to witness. You can ask me if God, if God won't do anything, you can question me when I come next time. I have that belief and I'm believing and I, I want God to do something throughout the world and also this nation. He used to raise some younger people like Hezekiel's who have courage to speak with the dry bones. We, our, our children, our young men and women need to speak and declare some greater things for the glory of God. We need to teach them. Hallelujah. While we, when you travel to places to places, you should not enjoy the nature and the beauty of the city. You need to pray for that city. That's what I do personally. If I'm going to, from Philadelphia to uh, Springfield, I will pray, Father, what's happening here? Lord, you just, you know, touch some people. My visitation should be a blessing to this church. My, my visit should be a blessing for this nation. Simply I'm coming and going. It doesn't make any sense. Father, do something. That is my prayer every day. I'm not telling you are not praying, but spend, you're spending a lot of time, but that is not enough. We need some extra experience. We can see, you know, the virgins in the Bible. Ten of them are, they're preparing. Everything is going in the same way. But five of them don't have an extra oil in their jars. We are thinking we are okay. We can, we can be raptured. No, it's not going to happen. If you don't have extra oil in our jars, we cannot be raptured. We'll be left behind. If you don't fight for the faith, we'll be left behind. Peter uh, preaches, if you see in the Acts 2, repent and get baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Many churches are repented. They got baptisms and they are filled with the Holy Spirit and they stopped. There is no the doctrines of apostles. There are no fellowship of apostles. They are not breaking bread. And they are not praying enough. They stopped by filling the Holy Spirit. They stopped at some point. All the ch Many churches are stopping at some point. The Acts of Apostles, we can see. We, we can see the starting for the, uh, for, the, for the book of Acts. But there is no ending for the uh, uh, book of Acts. Because God is expecting us to do. Some greater things to add to the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is speaking to you today. We need to pray a lot for this nation. We need to pray. If you, if you can read Job. In the book of Job. Job used to pray for his children. Every parent should be pastoring their own families. Every parent should pastor their own families. They need to teach every morning and evening about the Bible. We should have family prayers back into our homes. We should have cottage prayer meetings in our houses. We should have, you know, evening services back into our houses. If you, if you, if you do so, God is going to do some greater things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can, can somebody say hallelujah? Hallelujah. I, again, I'm telling, if you say hallelujah, you should realize that God is going to do some great things. Amen. Hallelujah. My father used to shout a big hallelujah. People who are sleeping in the congregation should wake up. 
And my father used to go in the midst of the people. He's going to punch them if they are sleeping. And he used to, you know, press their, uh, their fingers with his foot like this. We need leaders like that who will punch us, who will beat us, who will pinch us. Because somebody told in uh, Nashville, I, I, I'm preaching in a church. So a sister sharing her experience. So God wants a pastor to slap another pastor. God is telling, go and slap that man. But he's a big man, he's a big preacher. He can't do it. So he, 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 he took another pastor for the help. You please come with me. Because God told me to slap that pastor. They, they are shivering because he's a pastor. No, nobody can beat, no? Nobody can slap somebody without a reason. But God asking him to do that. God is forcing him to do that. They are in the conference. So finally, they both went, you know. He took another pastor with him. They both went and they started praying. In the middle of the prayer, this, pa this pastor slapped this big pastor. And nothing happened, you know. He started crying after getting a slap. If God says so, you know, we can do that, right? So we need to hear what God, what God wants to do with us. So we need such kind of preachers nowadays. Because we got a lot of pastors, you know, preaching the flavored messages with sweetness. Tastes like Starbucks, um, uh, cold coffee, which is so sweet. They're saying, okay, if, if you're doing sin, it's okay. God died for all our sins in the past and in the future. No, it's not like that. They're preaching about the hyper grace. They're preaching gospel of prosperity. What it means? What is gospel of prosperity? That is the reason we need to pray. Simply hearing the word of God is not enough. We need to go back to our houses and we need to, you know, read the Bible and we have to understand what Bible says. So this morning church, I really want to request you, I humbly request you all, spend some time for this nation, for not ourselves, for not our families, but for this nation. Because God wants this nation. God loves this nation. There are, still there are righteous people, that is why this nation is doing so good. People like you, people like us, still alive on this planet. That is the reason God is protest, pro protecting this globe. So we are here to spread the gospel of Jesus. We are, he, we, we are just here to spread the gospel of Jesus. We may think we, we are doing some kind of business. We are doing some kind of college. We are teaching somewhere. We are doing so and so. That is okay, but we are here to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is our main duty. You know, that is, that is why we are still alive in this world. That is why we are appointed. That is why we are highly favored people on this planet. Because nobody has this hope we, we have in Christ. Nobody has this destination we have in Christ. Only Christians, only believers, only the people of Pentecost got this hope in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this morning, I again want to thank you, Living Word, for so much. For your kind help, support in spreading the gospel in the nation of India. And also, um, we want to uh, see a great revival in India. This year, we are ex expecting more things. We want to send a group of people visiting every city. 
like every day one city every day you know the next city so we want to see some greater things we want to experience you know baptizing thousands of people in one time so that is what we, we, we are praying for and we believe that god is going to do this year very soon if god does i will definitely i will be informing you we are expecting uh for the revival i i request you all to pray for the revival if you are not going to pray god will god is not going to do so if god don't do there because you are not praying that's what i think if you pray god will definitely use us there and we are praying for you i pray for this church seven times a day like morning before lunch and after lunch and 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock and at, uh, before sleeping and also i believe you do the same for the ministry in india uh bethel bible school remember that name and also the first pentecostal churches we are part of uh living word community church living word community has a great uh, i mean um contribution in our ministry if you are baptizing some someone in india so you have you have a part in that right you believe that living word has a part in it because we are using this support for to train bible school we are using this support to buy some lands and we are using this support to build churches so what we are doing in india so living word has a greater part in the ministry we are doing in india so i uh, once again thank you all so much and i uh, i want to fold my hands to everybody for supporting us and for praying us don't stop praying for us and especially for the young people here i can see some faces i um i don't want to warn you but i request you you should get from next week you should get a friend of yours to this church this is not pastor sam is telling god is telling to you you have to get a friend of you to this church every sunday will you get them can you raise your hands if you, if, if you do so yeah i i can see only one hand yeah two i'm 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 talking about young people you have a lot of friends right you'll go and hang out but you never shared jesus it is easy to, uh, to to get a friend into the church right it is very easy in this nation it is very easy i don't know if god willing i want to come and settle here and do some ministry hallelujah so i i'm not joking but i'm 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 a little bit serious you know please get a friend to this church you have how many of you have friends that i'm talking in girls and boys do you have friends i can see only elder ted is lifting his is not yang <laughs> so young people are not you know raising your hand but it's okay but i request you get a friend to this church share them gospel you just you just share them god will take care of it in a sunday school in one of our church a muslim girl used to come to sunday school because she is making lot of noise at their home so parents thought they will send this girl to the sunday school and she started coming to sunday school and they are preaching about jesus and uh, they feel jesus in their heart in in her heart and she want to get baptized and she she told to her parents and uh, parents disagreed and he, he, they had a fight with pastor because they are muslims and uh, she asked, she is asked not only she wants to take baptism but she is asking her parents to take baptism so they had a big fight and pastor uh, parents called pastor and and 
ask for pastor no we don't want jesus in our heart just remove jesus from our heart but he said no we can only fill jesus we cannot remove jesus <laughs> we can only fill jesus in their hearts but it is not in our hands to take out jesus from their hearts that's what happened so finally their total finally got uh, family got saved and serving the lord amen hallelujah you know he just shares with somebody plant a seed in some, somebody's heart god will get them to the place they they are supposed to be hallelujah hallelujah so dear church i again request you i encourage you and it is your duty to get a new soul every year if you do so this church is not going to be enough we need bigger building or else we need some more services so i hope and i believe you're going to do more prayers from this year 2023 and very soon we are going to experience a great revival of god and get your friends to this church get a family to these services and uh, you can we can see wonders uh, in coming days may god bless you all thank you so much I just want to have the elders come forward because we want to take a minute here to pray with Sam. But Sam, thank you so much. It's wonderful to have you with us. And thank you so much just for sharing your heart with us. And we will continue to be praying for you. And I think it's wonderful for our folks to hear, you know, what you are doing, what the Lord is doing. And now to have this beautiful face, we will remember to be praying for all that the Lord is doing there. But I just want to have the elders come forward because we want to lift you up and lift up the work in India. Please. Yeah, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Please join us in praying for Sam. Heavenly Father, we just thank you because you are so good to us. And as Sam has been sharing with us, Lord, you are at work in every corner of your world. And we want to thank you so much, even for just the, the few stories that we heard of what you are doing in India. And Father, we are, are so excited and so challenged to hear how you are using Sam and using other members of his team, using the students graduating from the Bible school, using the pastors there. God, what a, what a, a great thrill it is for us to be reminded that you are a God who is at work. And Father, we thank you so much for this, this humble servant who is praying for us. Who has committed himself to be praying for us. We thank you so much for his love and for his faithfulness. And Father, we want to continue to pray for him. Father, we pray that you would daily fill him with your spirit. We pray that you would give him the wisdom that he needs for all of the responsibilities that you have placed on him, for all of the different aspects of the ministry. We pray that you would give him that wisdom that can only, can only come from you. Father, we pray for an incredible blessing on him and on his family. We pray that you would sustain them, keeping them daily in the palm of your hand. 
watching over them, Lord, from every spiritual attack of the enemy, keeping them safe so that they may continue to walk in your purposes. Father, we pray for all of the efforts they are making to share the incredible gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray that you would fill their mouths with your words. And we pray that they would land on ears that are ready to hear and hearts that are ready to respond. We pray for this new campaign that he desires to share even more of what you have done. And we pray, Lord God, that you would bring much fruit from that. We want to see you change this world even more. Jesus, we know that you are the only hope. You are the only hope that any of us have, whether it's in India, here in the city of Philadelphia, you are the only hope we have. So, Father, I just thank you so much for this brother, for this friend. Thank you so much for bringing him to us today. Thank you for the words that he shared with us. And, Father, may we take them to heart. May we take seriously what you have shared with us. But bless Sam for the rest of the time here, for his journey back to India, and all the work that he will resume there as well. We lift him up to you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.